This podcast is brought to you by the Spare Time Legends Podcast Network. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Brett the Hitman Hart, and you're listening to the Spare Time Legends Podcast Network. Listen good. Hello, this is Mick Foley, and you're listening to the Spare Time Legends Podcast Network. Welcome to Smart Marks. I... I, I'm making no apologies for this one. If you don't like wrestling, go fuck yourself. In-depth analysis of the WWE. We, we had to find a kind of a dirty corner of the internet to, to discuss our CD interests. <laughs> Pay-per-view results. Results from Raw and SmackDown. I'm going to be honest with you, I fast-forwarded. I always do. <laughs> Rumors, fantasy booking, unbiased bitching, and much more. With your hosts, Matt Lees. He's Canadian, too. Did you invent him being Canadian? And... The Reverend Brian Fitzpatrick. Oh, Wayne Deagle. Sorry, I thought you said Wayne Deagle. I thought that was some wrestler I'd never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, motherfuckers. To a very special edition of Smart Marks, and the reason I'm going to call it special edition is because they're so rare, they're all special. That's what I've decided. So I'm never going to say, see you next week, anymore, ever. I'm just going to say, welcome to a special edition of. So. See you when the, see you when the wind changes. I'm going to turn my camera off because I think it's causing a delay. Yeah, I'll turn mine off too. We, we just like looking at each other, ladies and gentlemen. Because we pretty. We both so pretty, we just like to look at each other. Anyway, as I say, welcome once again to Smart Marks. My name is Matt motherfucking Lees. He's the magic, Brian Fitzpatrick. And how you doing, sugar? I'm doing good, baby. <laughs> so, uh, Fitzy, tell the people at home, please, because last week we had a bit of an argument. Not an argument, but you know, you had one point, I had another. Uh, yeah, we got upset with each other. A misunderstanding? That's correct. But all of a sudden, I mean, l- l- let me say for a mo- you know, you may have been slightly berating me a little bit, you know. I, would, I wouldn't call it that. Now, that was a bit ex- that's a bit extreme. References to Vince McMahon's semen somewhere that His I would black, rather not have it. His black worm jism. Yes, yeah, something about me being a sellout. Tricking and- out of his scaly pecker. <coughs> oh, disgusting. Something Did about- we say this on... What? Did we say this on mic or did I just say it to you on Facebook? I, I think we said a little bit of it on mic, but I think you've also been berating me for the whole week. I may v- have been. Calling me, you know, all those things and how dare you shouldn't feed the machine. WWE sucks. Don't help the corporate machine. And then all of a sudden, uh, please go ahead. I still stand by the fact that one shouldn't support the machine. Okay, but please tell the people. That only a mere hour or two ago, thanks to some some anonymous benefactor, please tell the people <laughs> what you were watching, what you are partaking in. Brian Fitzpatrick, I, please. I may or may not have just spent the last two hours watching SummerSlam 2001. Maybe. Really? SummerSlam 2001. So I, I'm safe to assume then that you legally acquired a copy of this <laughs> show. No, in fact, I, I may have actually... Legally acquired at this time. Like, actually, legally acquired. Where would you have done that from, uh, uh, Fitzy? I don't know. There's so many channels these days. Really? It's, it's really hard to keep up. That's with, really interesting. With, with such a thing. Where would you have found your ability? So you watch a stream? That, yeah, that. that's that's definitely accurate. Yeah, I watched a stream. Okay. And, so, and now you need no more information. <laughs> so now that, that stream, Fitzy, would not have been possibly on the WWE Network, would it? The one that you said you know you wouldn't support and you weren't partaking in. Again, I can't be. I can't keep up with every TV station that, that I, I peruse in my time. I don't know. It may have been Channel Four. It may have been MTV. Well, it definitely wasn't Channel Three. I can okay. It was not Channel Three, right? Because that's funny. Because Channel Three sh- was shutting down. They said today. BBC- oh, you mean BBC Three? All right. Oh, wait. No, wait. I'll do it again. Okay. <clears throat> it's definitely not BBC Three. Yes, it's definitely not BBC Three, although BBC Three isn't shutting down so much as it might become an internet-only channel. An internet-only channel? How ironic, Fitzy, that you should I'm mention. Pretty sure that's not irony. But 
how ironic. Well, you know what? Neither was the Atlantis Morissette song, baby. All right. Now, <laughs> let's just <laughs> two Canadians, two Canadians who don't understand irony. Right there, you go. That would be the name of my follow-up album. Um, <laughs> your your hip hop album with Alanis Morissette. Right, exactly. Because right. that's ironic that we would do a hip hop album. Only it isn't. So her name would be MC Amo. Oh God. Or God. Exactly. God too. That works. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so let's just cut to the chase because I kind of forgot the circle we were going in. You were watching the WWE <laughs> Network, you filthy whore. Ugh, accusations, damned lies. <laughs> Fitzy. <laughs> yes, I was watching the network. You were watching the WWE Network. You fucking yes. sellout. Yes, I know. And did you or did you not send me a message something along the lines of, I may or not, may or not be addicted hooked. or hooked? <laughs> hooked. So you've had it for two hours and you're already trying to mainline that thing into your bloodstream. Welcome to the I WWE to Network. Isn't it glorious? <laughs> it's beautiful. It's I, as soon as I went there, I searched DDP because I was listening to himself and Stone Cold talk on Stone Cold's podcast last night, and I just remembered him, which I love him. Well, both of them. But um, so I searched for DDP, and they need to work on the spoilers for the tags of their matches. Yeah, because uh, um, they have a they have a when you search on the network, you get a the match, and then you also get the ending of the match. You can just watch the finish, or in a lot of the cases, it says <laughs> blah 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 defeats blah 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 for the blah blah blah. So it's, that's exactly what it said. Yeah, exactly. It was so. uh, for a particular WCW um, match. Uh, thankfully, I didn't take the the year into account. So hopefully. Um, I can look at it at a later date, but I'll, I'll know in the future not to search by wrestlers. Um, but SummerSlam was there, and I take it uh, DDP will be in it, so I, I decided to give it a look. And sweet mother of fuck, I'd forgotten just how good wrestling was back then. I Exactly, and that's that's what I was trying to express to you last week, was like, no, no, no. The second, ma- the second match, the second match on the card was the APA... And Spike Dudley against the Dudley Boys and Test. Good Lord. And the ending was f- sublime. I nearly jizzed in my pants. And by nearly jizzed in my pants, I mean jizzed in my pants. <laughs> Excellent. Um, no, it's... it's What I did was I, I worked my way through WCW pay-per-views from the 90s era. And essentially what I was doing was I was watching the Dusty Rhodes Ric Flair uh, feud over you know nearly a decade... Uh, but you nice. can just fall. I was just bouncing around from paper from match to match. I was using like Wikipedia and stuff like that that you know tells you all the specific pay per views. So you didn't like have that. to search and f- and get spoilers, kind of right? Thing. So I was I was literally I would watch, um, you know, uh, whatever it was, uh, Bash at the Beach '89, and then so and so '90, and then all oh, Ric Flair left for WWE. So I'll watch this pay per view from 1991, <laughs> and then he leaves <coughs> and goes back to it for this pay per view. '90. It was a lot of fun to be able to just jump around in between. The matches, and in a lot of cases, it breaks up the menu on the bottom of the screen so that you can actually just click uh, and pick matches at a time. Now, that's where you also get spoilers, so you have to be careful. But you can just jump through the entire card and you know pick the match you want to watch. So I worked my way through some amazing matches. Uh, I can imagine. I worked some my way through some bullshit matches too. Because do you remember nails? I do. Did we discuss nails in the last episode, or yeah, we must just... have. We must have already. Yeah, because I watched his three pay per view matches that he ever had. Yeah, I believe we talked right, about yeah. it. Right. Yeah. But you can, That's what I love about it. You can just jump around from it, and also it allowed me to watch, which I highly recommend you take a look at later, more for uh, a giggle purposes. Though is WCW Battle Bowl nineteen ninety three. <clears throat> Why? What's what's uh, so particularly good about it? It's. It was awesome. I mean, it's cheesy, but it was awesome. It's uh, essentially they show you the 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 locker room on this pay per view. Uh, in the one locker room, they've got all the baby faces, and in the other locker room, they've got all the heels. They've got Mean Gene Okerlund out uh, near the ring, and he has every single wrestler's name in a in like a the thing that they rotate the raffle jar. You know what I mean? The big mechanical. Oh wheel yeah. That the guy spins and then picks a name out of. <clears throat> There's a word for that. Right. And now I'm gonna have to. F- now I'm gonna have to try and find it because it'll annoy me otherwise. Right. So you look that up while I, you know. So anyway, Mean Gene's got all the superstars in there, and essentially the majority of the pay per view is not a tombola, is it? Maybe it is. It is now. How about that? 
Let me check. Uh, a tombola would make sense. Drum. Let me Google raffle ticket drum. I like. I, I wonder how many people are yelling at us, at us or thinking. Yeah, I, I always feel. I can always hear the disembodied voices of future listeners whenever I can't think of something. And they're just like, "Oh my god, move on! It's this word." Um. Oh no, a tombola is a bingo thingy. All right. Well, I was. Cl- I mean, I think. I, I mean, think. I think bingo. The- you use one of them, right? What? Yeah, yeah, it's it like a smaller a- version of it. Yeah, but it's, it has it has balls in it. But you can also see bigger ones that have you know like essentially business. Sometimes like uh, you know those big cards that you fill out, and if you're at a fucking fair big- or something, bigger balls. Exactly. Anyway, so in this case, Mean Gene has paper, not balls in this thing. Uh, but it's- I'm sure he has balls too. All right. Well, goddamn it, listen. With a voice that deep, <laughs> he'd have to be producing some testosterone. That's true. Fair enough. Now listen. Because this what a is, glorious voice it is. This is life-changing, this pay-per-view, Fitzy, I'm sure. Battle Bowl 93, there are probably people on the edge of their seats hoping for me to finish so they can know exactly what it is. Heels, baby faces separated into locker rooms, and the, the, the entire theme of the pay-per-view is heel and a baby face against a heel and a baby face in a series of tag team matches. The winning and do they use, do they use such phrases so flagrantly? No, 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 but when you watch back, you can see that that's blatantly how they're broken up. Okay. Um, so you've got, for example, the Nasty Boys are in one locker room with Ric Flair, and in the other locker room, you've got the Legion of Doom and fucking Dusty Rhodes, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I right. don't actually think Dusty Rhodes is there in 93, but you get my point. Because so, it was hard times for Dusty. It's hard times, baby. God damn it, I'm just trying to eat my kabasa. This match is too crazy. <laughs> we'll get to that one after. That's on the network as well. But uh, so anyway, each winning team gets put into a, I believe it was a 30-man battle royal at the end of the night to be the Battle Bowl champion, essentially. So it's very interesting because you get tag teams against each other. You get friends against each other. You get teams that don't get along. Lots of brawls. Guys like Vader, Mick Foley, Ric Flair, Nasty Boys. There's a ton of guys there. William Regal. There's a ton of guys there in that event. And it was it was really a lot of fun to watch. Um but there is a rather interesting point to it that uh, the, the segments with Mean Gene Okerlund, he is all over this girl. He's got some random girl with him, obviously. <laughs> he was he was born old, though. Wouldn't it look creepy? It Oh, my God, it looks so creepy. But at one point, one because basically they have a match, they go back to Mean Gene. They have a match, they go back to Mean Gene. At one of the points, you know, Mean Gene and the girl have their back to the camera. And, you know, they have to go, oh, I'm sorry, we're on the air. Oh, hey, we're back with, you know, and he turns his face to the camera. But on one <laughs> of them... He's he's facing the camera. We can't see the girl. He's leaning on the tombola thing is what I'm going to call it. You can't see the girl. All of a sudden, she stands up from behind the tombola and just stands beside him. And I thought it was just me, but and I'm then he, and then he re- Go ahead. And then he re- and then he rebuttons his mean jeans. Right? It was like Police Academy 1, bro. <laughs> but I'm staring at the thing like there's. I'm thinking to myself, there's just no way they just did a blowjob joke in 1993 on WCW. So I rewound it, and of course, I it. Yep, blowjob joke. So there's Sometimes. one of the many reasons to watch Battle Bowl 1993 on the WWE Network. You're welcome. And did you see the Botchamania guys checking out? Um, they tested. They they have a little 30 second video us testing at the WWE Network. Yeah, and they went to. And the- Booker T? Yeah. <laughs> he just went to see if the Booker T promo was still there, and it was. <laughs> oh, and it's glorious. Oh, how they did cheer. <laughs> yeah, they went fucking ape shit. Um, I'm surprised they kept that in. Yeah, like maybe it's hard to say that like maybe they didn't they don't know it's in there, but like they must. Uh, no, that's one of those that is that is Booker T's most famous thing. Right. So they must have just left it in because fuck it. Um but Make sure you also check out like the original section and the in-ring section and stuff. <clears throat> uh, the match previous, um, like uh, sorry, when you're on the WWE Network, there's other sections, right? That's like uh, pay-per-views, in-ring originals, and vault. Oh, okay, I get you. Under the originals, they have shows like WrestleMania Rewind, which is a one-hour, all the different wrestlers giving their opinions on it on each WrestleMania. 
there's one. So like it's a one hour, it's a one hour documentary recap, one hour being devoted to each WrestleMania. Year's Okay. Yeah. There's a show called WWE Countdown, which is top tens. The first one was coolest catchphrases. The second one is awesome entrances. A little cheesy, but it's WWE with wrestlers talking about their favorite entrances and catchphrases and stuff like that. What uh, do you think the best catchphrase is? Uh, I think a- for its versatility, and I'm biased. I'm biased, obviously, but for its versatility is the <clears throat> if you want Stone Cold to X, give me a hell yeah. Yeah. Because it gives the crowd something to shout back, but it's not just the one thing. It's like it's it's malleable enough to to be, you know, added to any promo without it sounding forced. Yeah. Um, Which is what I like about it. So do you think a better catchphrase needs the crowd interaction then? Not necessarily, but just because that particular crowd reaction would interaction would always be so, like, hugely... Um, I don't know, loud, you know, when they'd re- reply. It wouldn't be just like people half-assed saying yeah. hell yeah back to them. It'd be like suck it, you know. The, the, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah, if you're going to, you have to definitely mention then. If you're yeah, not that's down another, with that, we got two we words, two words for it. That's another great one. And I mean, all of Road Dog's stuff is great, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> um, He was actually, I actually watched Main Event today. So did I. Really, Where did you watch that? On the network? I actually, well, I did watch, I acquired that. <laughs> well, that's the last um, time you have to do that, baby, because now you can watch it on the network. I streamed it. I, I streamed it on a fairly handy, um, you know, website that basically puts everything up the, the, the an hour or two after it's been aired. <coughs> but yeah, Road Dog was pretty funny on the commentary because they pretended that. Uh, did they say that? Did he say that Billy Gunn had diverticulitis? Yeah. <laughs> the thing that like nearly killed Brock Lesnar. Right. Lovely of them. <laughs> so basically they, they, they pussied out of a match against the Usos after the Usos gave a fucking terrible promo. Yeah. Um, with good. lots of fake Especially uh, with fake lots cheering. of fake cheering. Yeah. Uh the worst was the dude on the left who at one point was just kinda like fake clapping his hands, which is kinda like what a white he was guy just does going, on yeah. the Yeah, which is kinda like what a white oh, guy does when he can't dance, but he's on the dance floor. Yeah, he just like when you say the guy on the left, you mean our left as we're looking at them? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure the guy on the right was the guy from Total Divas. Yeah, apparently the guy from Total Divas is the guy who has the face paint on the right side of his face. No, yes, yes. Well, no, I can tell that by their faces anyway, because the guy who was being a bit of a spaz is slightly skinnier and All shorter. Right, racist. <laughs> Well, they're twins. I'm not being racist. They all look alike. Do they, Fitzy? Huh? <laughs> For all I know, it could have been the Rock and Rikishi up there. <laughs> oh, goddamn. But, but no, he was being terrible. He just kept going, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> jumping around like an idiot. And no one really cared. And there was horribly piped in it was. female cheering yeah. being added. And the crowd were clearly doing nothing. Now, before I forget, also get yourself to the vault section and check out the Legends of Wrestling. Oh, I've watched a few episodes of that. Well, there's it's a very good show. Yeah, there's a Renegades and Outlaws out. That's one where that's the round table shit. Yes, and it's awesome, phenomenal. But there's where, a, one with Roddy Piper, Diamond Dallas Page, Jim Ross, Mean Gene, and Michael Hayes. Michael, a piece of shit Hayes. <laughs> that's what the PS stands for. Is it? <laughs> He's not a popular motherfucker in the world, is he? That Michael P.S. Hayes. I just heard some stories about him being an asshole. So, yeah. <clears throat> Apparently, he's quite the racist as well. Yeah, he definitely. I think he's a Southern boy, isn't he? Um, a good old boy. And if you go to the Beyond the Ring section, ladies and gentlemen, right now they have the entire Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart sit-down documentary they did with Jim Ross. So fifty percent of that will be awesome. It's, uh, it's really, really a good. Like it's it's Brett and Sean sitting next to each other with Jim Ross, and he asks he just sits and interviews them for the the entire show. So like Punk and Austin for the video game, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of? yeah, and it's it's wicked because they kind of cool. Like, that sounds they, awesome. They really kind of they almost get personal with each other a couple of times, but never like never like they're gonna get up and fight like you know. But there are times where Brett says something or Sean says something, and you can tell it's you know uncomfortable for them. They also, well, I mean, Sean's got a detached retina and fucking Brett's a stroke recover, <laughs> recovery. And then, They're already going to get up and brawl. No, and it's hosted by Jim Ross, so it's Jesus, quite, it's none quite none the room. Have, none, of them have been, none of them have been unaffected in the head area. No, it, it, 
I was I can't think of the an offensive joke, but I know there is one. Uh, I re- I just think WWE are so fucking stupid for firing him. Oh, I know. It's unbelievable. I can't understand why, though. Like, why is it his fault that Ric Flair got towed up? <laughs> towed down, son. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! What? How, how the fuck is that Jim Ross's fault? Yeah, it's... Like, it, he, he was supposed to be keeping a keeping it together. Like, he, he might have been trying to keep it together, but Ric Flair's a grown-ass man. Yeah, and he's Ric Flair. So you don't yeah, put him in front like, of a crowd f- with a live, live, live mic and get upset with him. Yeah, they didn't get angry at Ric Flair. They got angry at Jim Ross instead. And that, like, he, I think he's the best commentator they ever had. I know a lot of people say Gorilla and Bobby Heenan are, and they were amazing. In fairness, Bobby Heenan was better than Gorilla, I think. Bobby Heenan was the funniest announcer they've ever had. But I think for sheer, like genuine sounding hyped you know excited um commentary no one can beat jr no like i was just listening again i was listening watching SummerSlam 2001 and that match the apa and spike against test and the dudleys the ending of that i don't want to spoil it for anyone but the ending of that is like four really great spots back to back like it's like a power bomb and then spike dudley tries to do that weird hurricane off the top rope Bulldog to, to to Bubba Ray. You know the thing I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And instead, Bubba Ray just, or was a Test maybe, whoever. Um, instead, Test just fucks him into a table outside the, <laughs> the ring. Which, because, <laughs> you know, Spike Dudley is probably the smallest cunt ever to be a full-size wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, he just obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, I think uh, Bradshaw gives Test like the clothesline from hell, which I always loved. Oh as my a move. god! I was so disappointed that he didn't do it in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, me too. Although, I mean, as soon as he shaved the hair and started being JBL, I lost all interest in him as a wrestler because he actually changed his move set. I think. Yeah, but he was a dirty motherfucker when he was the rich guy. Yeah, he was George Bush, basically. I think that's what they were kind of going for. Yeah. Do you remember when he bought Shawn Michaels? <laughs> what he what? When he bought Shawn Michaels. What he bought or when he bought? Yeah, when he bought. <laughs> he actually like bought the guy's services as a yeah. as a heel. I think they did one of those like I lost a lot of money in the stock market deals. Um, so then like JBL bought Shawn Michaels services. Okay. Uh, there's a, uh, a world heavyweight championship match in one of the pay per views, which is I assume definitely on the network. Um, where JBL's fighting somebody for the title, and basically, basically he's told Shawn Michaels he has to cheat to help him win. Right. Uh, it's great, but it's all on there, and he's such a dick in that program. You see, I didn't. I wouldn't have been watching a lot then. No, because I kind of I gave it up around 2003, maybe 2004, the latest. Right. Um, like <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I stopped watching um, when John Cena was just a heel bad rapper. All right, God. Damn. So very soon into his introduction, and I did watch Evolution existed. Right. So <clears throat> we're talking about 2003, 2004. Yeah, I, th- I believe so. Yeah. And then I again, I start try tried to start watching then about 2007 or 2008, whatever it was. And the first pay per view I watched was the one where Benoit wasn't there. Right. And that and that kind of put me off it for a while again. I was like, oh, this is a bit too real. I wanted to start watching wrestling to get away from reality. Right. And then it was just punk that got me back. But yeah, so I I, I know I knew of JBL, but I never really gave a shit about him. Um, I also think he was one of those wrestlers that panties weren't very flattering on him. He really no. should have worn trousers. <laughs> I really wish they would all wear pants. I really do. <laughs> See, some look less ridiculous than others. The Rock looked all right in knickers, and, and so did Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah, but you know who doesn't look all right in knickers is fucking Cody Rhodes, bro. <laughs> My phone's ringing. Can you hear that? Yeah, play it. Let it. Let it. <laughs> uh, You're such a faggot. I know. <laughs> Put that on mute. <laughs> I fucking hate that girl, and I think. That song is one of those songs where when it comes on for a split second, I can't decide whether it's the greatest thing I've ever heard or whether I want to rip my own ears off. I know. I just can't decide. Every time I hear that, I'm now contemplating downloading the ringtone for myself. You son of a bitch. You know you got it. Did you? Where did you get it from? 
I had to download. I I can I can send you the YouTube link with the downloads in the in in the um, description. Allegedly, but then, yeah. But then I had to. Well, if it's on YouTube, it's it's if it's as easy to find as YouTube, I'm not going to pretend it doesn't exist. <laughs> Fair Let them get in trouble. But then I had to like put it on iTunes, make it a different type of file. Oh, you start- have a, you have an iPhone. Yeah. All They're right. great, though. Yeah, yeah, but I don't need to do all that bullshit. I can just download it direct from YouTube, son. All right, well, I'll get you the link then. All right. And then we can be assholes together. Yeah, now, for any of you who didn't pick up on that, that is motherfucking Emma's entrance theme song, the leader of the <laughs> Emolution. I would She's love... So- you know what? I would love for Seamus to bro-kick this bitch. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. I want fucking what's his nuts. We were just talking about JBL to fucking clothesline the bitch from hell. Right. Let's see how coordinated the bitch is after she takes one of those motherfuckers to the skull. Or or uh, since I was watching him earlier on, maybe Rhino could give her a gore through through the Smackdown um, symbol or whatever. Yeah. And it's the eyes, man. She's got those crazy googly eyes, man. What is she staring at? She's never quite looking down. She's sort of like staring off into space. <coughs> She's got such bad coordination that when other people try and do her dance in the audience, they fail because they've got too much rhythm. Yeah. 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 It's quite it's quite a feat. It's like the perfect storm of bad dancing. She reminds me of the, the chick from that fucking was it Superstar, the dance movie with Will Ferrell? Um Blades of Glory? No, like they were, they were, they were cheerleaders. I think. I don't know. There you go. I understand. Uh, anyway, there's that chick who was in that film with him. Uh, she was also in SNL, comedian, com- fucking female comedian, whatever the fuck the word for that is. I don't like her at all, but that's who Emma reminds me of. She reminds me of a character that she used to play on SNL. I can't quite place it. Maybe somebody else will, but fuck me, do I hate Emma? <laughs> I just did it because it annoyed my friend Aiden. Yeah, you've been annoying him apparently for the last twenty four hours. Yep, it's uh, it's too much fun. He he despises her like he really fucking hates Emma. Do you think he'll listen to this? Uh, I'll probably tell him to listen to it now. Okay, well, Aido, buddy, how you doing, man? I got the WWE Network too, buddy. Just, <laughs> you know what I did today, man? I put on something I didn't even watch it, bro. I just put it on because I can. Cause I can, Aiden. Cause I can. I will kill it. <laughs> he's he's gonna try to kill me. Yep. Um. You know what you can watch on the network. Please do this later. WCW Halloween Havoc 1998. That's one of the ones that was ruined for me by searching DDP. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hulk Hogan faces the Ultimate Warrior in the Flash Paper incident with Hulk Hogan. Classic. Flash papers in that stuff that burns easy? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, the finish of the match is supposed to be he lights this flash paper, throws it into Warrior's face, gets the pin by cheating. In the match, the camera catches Hogan in the corner, taking the flash paper and a lighter out of a Ziploc bag in his trunks, trying to light it. It goes off in his own hands. (laughs) He then reacts as if it hits his face and covers his face. Essentially, I think he turns around to Ultimate Warrior as if, like, sell it, bitch, which Ultimate Warrior is just looking at him and just keeps on kicking him. Classic match. Classic. And then the, the ending is improv. I don't even remember what it is. But you For need to check that reasons. one out. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Do, 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 do. I am looking forward to watching a lot of the WCW and ECW stuff that I've never seen. Oh, yeah. it's it's. I mean, some of these are fucking bad, but they're amazing. They're beautiful. You can find some of the... The, uh, what are they called? World War Three matches? Uh, War Games matches? War Games. Let me search that. Now, War Games is the double ring Hell in the Cell match. Oh, yeah. I've heard about this. Where they used to, uh, for lack of a better description, beat the shit out of each other. Uh, With it's, two matches going simultaneously. Yeah, and it's one where you gen- you see one of the dudes. Is it Tully Blanchard or somebody? You, get a, you see a guy, uh, Road Warrior, Hawk, and Animal pick him up. And they throw him into the steel cage. He's got his arms in front of him to stop the thing. Uh, pops both shoulders out of him, out of their sockets. Oi. Uh, the, uh, Visibly so. Yeah. There's um, in another match of the same kind, these same gentlemen 
they give him the what's the Legion of Doom finishing move? You know where they put the guy on his shoulders and close him <clears> off, and then he kind of does a John Cena shoulder charge from the top rope. Yeah, yeah, and they break something on him there, uh, like a sternum, I think. You gotta be honest. They break his sternum. <laughs> a sternum. One of his many sternums. One of his me- shut up. One of his sternums, <laughs> I believe. They snapped off. Uh, but yeah. Speaking you- of more, speaking of more uh, modern, contemporary stuff, I watched the end. I finally got to see the end of NXT uh, Arrival. Bo right. Dallas is amazing. Right. <laughs> he may be the best heel ever because he's basically playing John Cena. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> Uh, and of course, you know, his big brother's kind of doing well too. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't know they were brothers until the other day. Creepy, um, right? Both, both Daddy must be very proud. IRS, oh, and Asist is very proud as long as they're paying their Money taxes. Money ain't, bitch. As long as they're paying their taxes, right? That's very true. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty good pay-per-view. That uh, Adrian Neville guy, he'll never make it because he's shit on the mic and he's got weird ears. But he can fucking fly. Yeah, uh, NXT is the best thing they're doing right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and apparently they did a, they had a, whatever these creative meetings are, you know, you read them online, but apparently the, the talent were told essentially that um, mo- uh, that they were going to make NXT the more wrestling-based show. Um, cool. So it looks like that's going to be the one that we'll want to watch more than anything else. Which makes no fucking sense, but fuck it, I'll take it. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> boom! Uh, so other than sucking, you know, sucking the WWE Network's dick, I promise you, I'm not getting a cut of it. But you know, I probably should be. Um, we wa- so, you, you saw Raw this week. I did. Um, fucking uh, again, as I said, in the words of the Iron Sheik, fucking bullshit, fucking bullshit. Sorry, I'm sidetracked again by the WWE Network. Please, Fitzy, also watch WCW Great American Bash 1997. Randy Savage faces Diamond Dallas Page in a Falls Count Anywhere match, and the oh, Outsiders. Oh, shit out of that. The Outsiders, Scott Hall and uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash versus Ric Flair and Roddy Piper for the WCW Tag Team Titles. You just reminded me what I, what I'm thinking about it. Um, listening to DDP talking to Stone Cold last night. Um, one of the things I really want to check out because I obviously never got to see it at the time was the 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 feud of the year that year 97 was Savage and DDP right so I want to see all their shit and essentially you can because you can sort them by you can just literally go to WCW 1997 and just watch all the pay-per-views in a row and you can just skip through to their main events oh that'll be the bomb and which is what I did with the you know the 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 Ric Flair Dusty Rhodes battles and stuff is DDP not one of the coolest motherfuckers ever? He's pretty hip. He's a funny bastard as well. And like him and Stone Cold apparently are best friends. Yeah, apparently they're pretty they're pretty tight. <laughs> like, no, I mean Stone Cold like four times in one episode mentioned that he's his best friend. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> like, that they it was like it was it was adorable. <laughs> like, goddamn, you my best friend, I'm Dallas Page. It was like the most manly bromance ever. <laughs> Other than ours, of course. Of, of well. We try. <laughs> manly? <laughs> There's too many tears. We're pretty manly. I mean, it's not like we've ever stood up public, you know, stood up in public and stormed out of a bar because we were unhappy with the ending of a wrestling event. <clears throat> yeah, never. No, and left our friends genuinely behind who didn't know where we went. <laughs> One of whom was supposed to be staying with us. And the other of whom just wanted to. Yeah, we're like, fuck them. They're on their own. We're going to go have a sulk. Strop, I believe, would be you. And my God, did we strop. Absolute girly pigtail infused strop. <laughs> it was on. Un- we were like, you know, the, the guy on YouTube. We were almost like that guy. The one who has the, you know, the strops, the, the catastrophic Oh, the, the, the fat guy who like breaks right. all his DVDs. Right. The only difference was nobody was videotaping us and we didn't smash and anything. And I've only got like four DVDs to break and there's no way I'd break them because they're all like WrestleMania 17 and shit. Yeah, yeah. WWE DVDs, DVDs be expensive. What the fuck's that guy doing? Yeah. And now he's got the network. He doesn't give a fuck. He'll just smash his TV next time. That poor bastard. Yeah. Do you know what's, do you know what's extra fucked up about that? Mm. It, it's his girlfriend that's recording those. He's, a, he's getting pussy. Uh, well... Sure, that yeah. hurts. I'm, I'm sure out there that hurt a lot of your feelings just now. But, yeah. I'm, but I'm here to tell you it's okay. I'm here for you. Maddie Lee loves you guys. Weird strop, bitchy fella. He's getting laid. Yeah, you know what though, man? I love a good strop, so you know it's cool. 
We all need to do it from time to time, ladies. We all need to strop our ass off. That's right. Um, Now, on a... On a brief, you know, I I think it's really hilarious that we tried to talk. But about I forgot to uh, sorry, I forgot to mention they also lived together for a year and a half. GDP and Stone Cold. Excellent. How would that gaff have been to to visit? Yeah, goddamn, that's the reality show they need to make. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Um, I think it's funny that we briefly spoke about modern wrestling, which is raw, and just went on talking about old school <laughs> stuff. Um, All it needed was a bit of chic, and then we could move on. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, I'll, um, the Usos are the tag champs. It's still Orton Batista. Daniel Bryan's still getting fucked over, though. His promo was interesting. I enjoyed his match. Uso, um, fucking Wyatt Family versus Shield had another great match. But overall, Rock and suck my dick. Would you like to add anything? And shock, to that? and shock horror. CM Punk didn't turn up. Right. Although I will say, when the music played and Paul Heyman came out, I was kind of like, "You motherfucker." I I I thought I'd called it for a second. Yeah, yeah. It would have been a lot funnier if it was. I've got some bad news. <laughs> I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> uh, I always enjoy a good asshole chant from the crowd. <clears throat> True. Uh, I enjoyed that you got to hear Brock Lesnar say, "Give me the fucking mic." I didn't hear that. Yeah, when he right when he grabs it from Paul Heyman, he says, "Give me the fucking mic." Uh, I, I read- will say, mm-hmm. apart from him. Imitating Paul Heyman saying his own name, which was a bit weird. It's probably the best promo I've ever seen from Brock. Yeah. Not that that's a, there's not a particularly high benchmark there, but he didn't stutter or fuck up. No. And he seemed to mean it, which is rare for him. Yeah, I think. Like any time he's given the microphone, I kind of wince and I can feel my muscles all tensing because yeah. I'm waiting for the stumble. Yeah, I think rather than just being <laughs> sulky big guy now. Maybe because of the history with him and Taker, apparently they are friends and they've wanted to do this match for a few years. Maybe he's actually excited about this match. They are friends. Yeah, apparently they've been buddies for a while. They've rolled MMA together, like just trained a little bit and stuff. And apparently they've wanted to do this match for quite some time. There was a UFC event. It so made- you think the him being at the UFC event to give him shit after an event, even though Brock didn't work for the WWE, was still a work? You never know, man. It's that's the thing I love about the wrestling business. You just never fucking know. Was it? He wasn't even. He wasn't even. He was working for UFC at the time. I, I know, but I, hey, man, you see Undertaker in the crowd. He says, "Do you want to do it?" And then a couple years later, they're having a WrestleMania. So even if it wasn't planned the whole time, the wrestling business will tell us that it was. Of course. And we'll never know the difference. And now it is the truth because they say so. Exactly, which is exactly what they'll do when, when and if CM Punk does come back. It'll somehow always be the plan, as shitty as it is. Uh, because but, WWE is double plus good. Exactly, and you know what? I think Punk's genuinely gone for now, indefinitely. Oh, I absolutely do. There's there's nothing I, permanent. I, I was never, a, you know, you know me. I can be I can be a global fuck when it comes to stuff because I kind of want to be when I'm watching wrestling because it's half the fun. But I never believed that. Even when, like, Dave Meltzer was like, oh, no, someone, I'm not saying it's 100%, but it's 100%. You know, yeah, shit. yeah. I didn't buy it. Right. Actually, I actually filled out this um, questionnaire on Reddit the day before it happened. And I was like, do you want Punk to come back? And I was like, yes. And would you rather Punk or Daniel Bryan in the main event? And I said, Daniel Bryan. And then another question was, if only Punk could be in the main event would you be mad? And I was like, well, no, I'd still like him to be in the main event, even though I prefer Daniel Bryan. And the final question was, do you think CM Punk will come back on Monday? And I was like, no. <laughs> I uh, I don't care if CM Punk's in the main event at all. I would much prefer Daniel Bryan. I think stick <coughs> CM Punk with Triple H. But um, I read, I was wondering while I was watching Raw through the whole thing, I was like, why don't they just bury Punk now then? Why doesn't Triple yeah. H just look into the camera or look at the crowd and go, we called your boy. We invited him, and he said no. So take it up with him. Yeah, that's true. But then I, I read, mean, it still feels it. It still feels like it's a work. Right. I read an article today that essentially uh, said that Vince McMahon doesn't want to bury him on TV yet because he's still holding hope that he can get Punk back. Uh, well, I, I get the feeling that it's a work on their end because of that reason. They're still holding that hope, but knowing Phil Brooks as we do, as a you know, just as a person in the media, not you know, that we know him or anything, but he does seem to be a stubborn asshole. Yeah, and I mean, he's... He's, <laughs> he's our stubborn asshole, though. That's why yeah, I love him, but still. 
he's <laughs> he's foregoing hundreds of thousands of dollars to go on this strop that he's going on. So yeah, at the very like least, he, he's dedicated to his fucking ideals. You know, true. Um, see, I'm I'm torn. I mean, I I totally see why he left. I kind of respect why he left, but at the same time, he should have just stayed to the end of his contract and then left as well. Right. So. I can see both sides of the argument when people are saying, no, he shouldn't have just walked away. I can see both sides of that argument. Now, when he go, now because he went on this catastrophic strop, we'll call it, catastrophic, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's say that, does, does he deserve, does he deserve the main, WrestleMania main event just because he went on a strop about it? Um, no less than Batista or The Rock. Right, but is it not, because he's a working guy every day and he's there in the locker room, uh, is it going to show to the other wrestlers? They're just going to think, well, if I go on a strop, I'll get it too. Which, by yeah, the way, it, 99% of that locker room, I bet Vince McMahon and Triple H would be like, yeah, see ya. True. I mean, it would set a precedent, at least for the others to attempt it. Which isn't a good one. I mean, wouldn't the precedent no, no, just set be better that you work hard, like Daniel Bryan, like CM Punk, you work your ass off all year, and then you get to be in the main event of WrestleMania? Isn't that how it's supposed to work? But it doesn't work that way as well. That's the problem. Right, but then the other side of that is WrestleMania sells a lot more when The Rock is in the main event than if it would have been CM Punk John Cena, as much as the Marks would have loved that. You know, from a pay-per-view on a poster idea, you can see why they do it. So all the guys on the card make more money because The Rock comes back. True. I can understand The Rock. I don't like The Rock, but I can. I mean, I like him in the Attitude Era, but like I said, it's like the two Eddie Murphys to me now. Um, yeah. But... I can understand why he came back, but Batista, you cannot use that same argument for him. No, no, no. He's a void of charisma. Yeah, but I think their thought was he was going to come back and bump up the WrestleMania numbers, um, which I think absolutely isn't going to happen. And I think at this point this year, I think they could do CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan in the main event. They won't do it. I'm not saying this is like fantasy booking. It will not happen in any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But I think it's time to do that main event. CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan. Decide the champion once and for all, and then bury them for the rest of the year. Which is what you're going to do anyway? Kane can beat him on Raw. Triple uh, on Raw. Triple H can give him a pedigree and leave him laying. Either one, whomever, which one you want. Just give the give the WrestleMania thing because it's going to exist forever on the network and on DVD and on Blu-ray. And I think that what's going to exist on there is going to be a a uh, a fooled with a finicked with version of the main event because it's going to get booed if it's that match. There's going to be boring chance, and you know the WWE will take those chants out. You know they'll remove that. So in for longevity's sake, for the pay-per-view's sake, that part of it doesn't exist, which isn't, you know, it's it's not cool of the WWE to do things like that because we won't ever get the true story. And I know it's just Well, wrestling. two things. I two know things. it's just an entertaining thing, but you don't get the true story is what I'm saying. Yeah, but two things about that. A, um, I... I don't think they're going to put Daniel Bryan into the main event at all, but the booking at the end of Raw seemed that way. Right. Like with with, with Batista and Orton and Triple H in the ring, um, all of them kind of ganging up on him. It did seem like more than just Triple H against Daniel Bryan, but I still don't think they're going to do it. Well, the way that I, the way that it, this is definitely fantasy booking. But I think back to the old days of, of the old school days when it was, you know, Bret Hart had to fight Owen Hart earlier in WrestleMania, and later that night he got the title match. So I, th- I hope, I think it would did be that happen? Great. Yeah, yeah. So I think it would be phenomenal if they did Triple H versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania earlier in the night. If Daniel yeah, Bryan, well, if Daniel Bryan, that has been that has been talked about an awful lot on the internet, but unfortunately it's the same people that were saying that CM Punk would be back. I know, but it would be, just be so great. Triple H versus Daniel Bryan. If Daniel Bryan beats Triple H, he'll put him in the World Heavyweight title match. Triple H tries to cheat. Kane beats him up. Now you've got a bruised, battered, bandaged up Daniel Bryan in the triple threat match for the title, and then he fucking wins it. That's your WrestleMania moment. That's your moment with the little WrestleMania logo on the bottom. And then you got 80,000 people chanting yes, going fucking buck wild, and that is the pop. That is the WrestleMania moment you want, but that isn't what we're going to get. No, because Triple H would never allow himself to be a foregone conclusion in the biggest pay-per-view of the year. No. Fuck Triple because H. Because if, if, that, if that happens, everyone will know that Daniel Bryan's going to beat Triple H. Right, which is then they could even do the twist of they'll tell the fans, hey, if Daniel Bryan wins, we'll put him in the main event, and then Triple H will beat him clean in the middle of the ring with one pedigree. <laughs> yeah. 
And that yeah. being said, regarding Raw, I mean, this guy's fought crazy motherfuckers. He's had crazy all these moves done to him and fought on. I mean, he's taken a Batista bomb and tried to fight on. Triple H hits him with one pedigree, and then he lays down for like 11 minutes. <laughs> while, while Stephanie just points at him and right. goes, yes. And I watched the Raw post show on the WWE Network, and they go on the entire thing. You've got the three guys sitting at the panel by the ring, but the dark match post-show is going on in the ring behind you and they're not acknowledging it. So there's just a match going on and the crowd's cheering. Right. So, no, so you've got Daniel Bryan still laid out. You've got Randy Orton, Triple H and Kane kind of staring at him and everything. Big Show's music hits. Big Show comes running down. John Cena's music hit. He comes running down and they kind of make the save and then they go to the Daniel Bryan on the turnbuckle doing the yes, but the commentators don't acknowledge it. They just talk about it as if right. the last thing that happened was Daniel Bryan being exactly. floored. And then they're like, oh, we've got, let's go back to Renee Young. She's with somebody. And I'm like, they're still, they're still, she's talking to Triple, uh, this is when Triple H has left and it's, you know, the other guys in the ring. Um, and Or it's it's Stephanie McMahon, excuse me. So she's talking to Stephanie McMahon and she said, she's basically talking to her list like, let's get an update on the Daniel Bryan situation. What the hell did you just do out there? And I'm like, it's still going on in the ring right now. What do you mean, what just happened, Stephanie? It's still fucking happening. How about you cut to camera two and give us the live feedback? <laughs> you still there, bitch? What the fuck is going on? But although, Renee Young? <clears throat> Goddamn. I have a huge clip boner for Renee Young. Clip <laughs> boner. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful, man. She is like butter. And she's a wrestling girl. Is she a wrestler, an actual wrestler? No, no, I just meant she's into wrestling. She used to host a show on a on a Toronto channel they used to watch Raw on, and they used to do like a 15-minute post-show. Uh, and uh-huh. I remember I used to hate her because she, she used to never know what the fuck she was talking about. But then she, over the years, she got better and better, and then all of a sudden she was on WWE, and I was like, well, goddamn. She's fine. Her real name is Renee Paquette, and she's French-Canadian. I know. I've Googled her, too. <laughs> you Googled her, all right. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba-ba. <laughs> Wow. It's not going to get funnier than that. We should almost just end the show. <laughs> I, I, well, I wanted to mention that I watched um, today, I watched a documentary about Paige and her family in Britain, in England. Right. It's pretty good. Uh, it's kind of weird. Like her, her dad was one of the old school British, you know, wrestlers of the, in the heyday of the 70s and stuff. Right. And um, he still runs like a little kind of carny, you know, type podunk wrestling um, federation in whatever town they live in and she's kind of she was basically picked up by WWE at 18 she wrestled her first match when she was 13 <clears throat> god damn so she's like she's legit right she ain't just she ain't just fine she's actually a legit like wrestler wrestler right um it was good though it was like she, they came across like a pretty nice family especially mm. the mother I kind of want to just give the mother a big hug when Paige went off to to um, to you know, start working in NXT or whatever. Right. But yeah, it was good. Yeah, no, definitely worth it. Listeners, like a home. Channel Four documentary. Right. Uh, these listeners should definitely, definitely, definitely watch NXT though, shouldn't they? <clears throat> oh fuck yeah! But I, I, I want to look for that documentary you just mentioned. But no, they should definitely be watching NXT. I'll, I'll put it in your Dropbox, baby. That's my boy. Uh, that's <laughs> that's also what she said. Yes. Uh, but fuck Raw. Don't watch Raw. Watch NXT. And then listen to us. We'll summarize Raw for you in about 12 seconds, which is what it deserves. That's all it deserves. Um, but subscribe to the network. Get in there. Fuck it. Oh God, it's so, it's so pretty. Isn't it so pretty? It's beautiful. It's beautiful, baby. I'm so, so happy much. for you, Fitzy, that you have, an, you, know, you have an anonymous benefactor. I know. Some, some Brewster. I keep almost <laughs> saying artificial benefactor. That sounds like some sort of robot with money. Right? Weird. But no, that's... I, I'm very happy for you. And um, Aiden, if you're still listening, listen to this right here. You hear that, bro? That's my PS3 controller sifting through the countless eras of WCW pay-per-views, WWE pay-per-views. Look, I'll do it again. Oh, there you go. That's for you, buddy. That's, <laughs> that's for you, the buddy. stuff. Is he going to strike me next time I see him? If he wasn't so non-violent, he probably would. He'll yeah. just he'll just scowl at you. All right, well, I can handle that. I can handle a scowl, baby. I sound like an American. American. I get lots of scowls, baby. <laughs> but no, the WWE Network is pretty as shit. 
pretty as I'm looking forward to watching the rest of the SummerSlam 2001 yeah and when you get into the later year pay-per-views that were in HD they look fucking beautiful it looks pretty good too though I mean it's it's not HD but wrestling doesn't really need to be and it's it's as clear as you'll ever see an Attitude Era event definitely it's Uh, very clear it's probably slightly better than DVD quality yeah I mean it's like the it's like one of those fancy DVDs that cost like a five or a ten or extra before Blu-ray came along. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I keep pulling my Eddie Murphy though. Anytime I turn on the network, which is the, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. You don't like it. My soul. You get to fuck out. Soul, I'm drunk, and it's beautiful. <laughs> I'm drunk. You don't like it. You get to fuck out. I watched twelve pay per views today. That's WWE Network, motherfucker. That's not me. Fuck Pacino. Fuck Pacino. We watching Great American Bash 1987. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> yes, we are watching Battle Bowl 1988. Yes. In my heart of my soul, I'm watching it. Mwah. You you definitely need to look back to some of the events that fucking Dusty Rhodes was the commentator on. Oh my god. My God, it's almost a party was born to play. Oh, my God. There's literally one where a wrestler kicks over the food that he's eating, and he decides to have a little mini strop. Was that the kielbasa? Yeah. It's too crazy. I'm just trying <laughs> to sit here and eat my kielbasa, baby. This match is too crazy. <laughs> and there's one where he ends up... There's like a, It's like a recap. It's very old, but it's like a recap of him getting beat up in the ring, and he's talking to the commentator. And he's like, oh, look at him there. He just hit me upside my head, baby. Goddamn. And he's like, well, how, how did you feel in that moment? How do you think I feel, baby? I'm on the ground with my head hurting. Man, stomping on me, baby. Stomping. In many ways, it's a mystery how he ever made it in the business. Oh, God, but I'm so glad that he did because I fucking love me some Dusty Rhodes. Oh, me, oh, me too. But he's so not the quintessential uh, wrestler. No, I'm putting the music. I'm going to try to put the music in his music in underneath us right now as we speak about it. He just come on me. Working hard with his hands. <laughs> he just come on me. Working hard with his hands. You forgot the next line, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I fucked up. But it's been playing Benita, so it doesn't... It No make no never mind, baby. <laughs> it's hard times for my lead. I, I said to a customer the other day, it don't make no never mind. And he just stared at me. He, he was essentially asking me what... what I don't even want to... Whatever, fuck it. He was essentially asking me what he could upgrade to if he was eligible, blah, 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 right? And I was like, oh, it don't make no never mind. You can have whatever you want. And he was like... Well, what? Did you just call me a cunt? <laughs> What'd you say about my mum? I will fucking slap you, but uh, uh, no. So how's it going, all right? I fucking love dropping in things that I don't think people understand. Like I said to a gentleman, "Oh man, if you need me, just holler at me." <laughs> just holler, baby. Just holler, baby. I'll be right over here. You should get a special work shirt that's just. Black with yellow polka dots. Yeah. Oh my god. We saw. I saw this. Uh, it was on a Reddit post, I think, because we do this ridiculous thing where after a customer leaves, they get a text message this, that asks them how their service was, and if they reply, hey. they reply in a text message, and it gets sent to our store, and then they print it out, and people can read it. Like, look how good Matt did today. Anyway, they also do it at Best Buy in America, and I saw a picture of one that was essentially like, "Yo." This motherfucker, Claire, helped me like a motherfucker, dog. Shit. I went in there to get my motherfucking phone fixed, and this bitch was all like, I can help you, dog. And I was like, God damn. Uh, and he goes on to say something like. Now I got like, a brand new phone up in this bitch. Yeah, and, and then he goes on to say something like, yo, service so good, I thought she was going to suck my dick. <laughs> so now I, I, I want to ta- I want to find, I want to intercept one of those text messages from somebody and reply with like, yo, this motherfucker Matt Lees is the fucking bomb, dog. <laughs> this nigga helped me out proper, you understand? And I I know they're going to I know they're going to know it was me, but they won't be able to prove it other than if they listen to the Oh god damn it, I did it again. I just told you <laughs> talked about it on the podcast. God damn. God damn inculpable inco- inco- uh, man. Yeah, but oh god. This nigga Lees helped me. That's a terrible idea for people like us. I know. But goddamn, I, I just hope because sometimes I'll be helping somebody and that message will come in as I'm setting something up for them, and I can just answer right. myself and I can be like, "This nigga Lee's is motherfucking crazy, bitch." 
They'll be like, Lee's, you wrote this, didn't you? I'd be like, no, it was a customer. You sold that phone to a 77-year-old woman, man. I'd be like, yo, this customer, a- this customer says his name is Lee's Matt. It's kind of suspicious. Yo, man, that, no, no, that's that crazy old 75-year-old woman. I've never heard a 75-year-old woman talk like that. Yo, she from the streets, bitch. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get fired. Some 75-year-old gangster. Yeah, and then the poor woman's going to look back in her phone and see the message that she sent. She won't know that she sent it, and she'll think some guy sent her a text calling her a motherfucker and this nigga and all that kind of shit. She'll probably have a heart attack. It'll be my fault. Maybe she's a galloping racist, and I'll find it, find it you know, complimentary somehow. No, no. They'll find her dead. She'll be on the news. The only evidence they have is a text message <laughs> in her phone addressed to somebody called This Motherfucker Lee's. <laughs> <laughs> Police are reticent to ask about the guy who sold his phone. <sighs> this motherfucker. But, you know, that's my life because I can't get W Network to work at work, so I have to actually work. That sucks. You can't fiddle with your phone? No, the stuff, the, the, pro, the processes that I use to legally acquire the stream are not available on Android phones. Oh, I see. So, I thought Android had everything, though. I thought Android was the, the hacker's choice. This phone, this, it used to work on Android. I'm perplexed, but at this moment, it does not. That sucks. Yeah, so. You want to be watching some bash at the beach while dealing with a customer? I genuinely, Fitzy, contemplated buying an iPad just to watch the WWE Network at work. <laughs> what was I going to say? Apparently, it's going to be officially available around here in like winter 2014 or maybe early 2015. Right. Would you switch to that one when that happens? Probably not. You'd keep all the complicated shit? Oh, oh no, maybe. I, but Because they're still going to be different. I don't give a fuck what they say. They will still give more stuff to the US one than ours. Guaranteed. <clears throat> Do you think so? Because yeah, they yeah. own all the product yeah but it's not even all there now they're staggering it so like they're gonna do the same with WWE, the the uk one it's gonna take months to have everything i might just stay where i am baby yeah i thought about that i thought maybe they were staggering it because of you know because of specifically you were saying that the attitude errors raws and smackdowns aren't there right which is very telling because that would strike me as something that they want to separately announce Right. Has its own sales boost. Maybe they'll pick like a certain time of year and call it the anniversary and push them all at that time. You know? Well, yeah, because the Attitude Era, like all of their wrestling stuff is obviously a huge selling point. But I think even separately of all of their other product, the Attitude Era has an extra sellability to it. Yeah. Um, so that so that's why they were like, they almost didn't want to waste right. that boost. And there are rumblings that they're already contemplating putting the price up apparently subscribers have received an email asking if they'd be willing to pay more and like a survey type deal oh shit okay so only by two pounds two dollars um but maybe they'll do that around the time they raise the price they'll be like now with the entire attitude era or something right. uh but I mean, dependent i mean i will switch in between and look but um like the way that i do the my dns stuff allows me to switch regions so like i can jump back and forth between them so I'll have right, access. Okay. To, I'll have access to all of them anyway. But uh, do you think it'll work like Netflix? Because remember, you had you have to provide a an American um, address to right. get the US version. Right. So you might not be able to have like one account that can be flipped from maybe UK. Not. To US. Maybe not. But I mean, if it's unless the UK one has more stuff, I just I doubt I won't just leave it where it is. I like knowing that Weller is subscribed to the WWE Network. <laughs> yeah, but if you had the official UK one, you'd be able to use it on your phone and tablets, etc. Uh, I know, I know, I know. I understand. <laughs> I just mean I if there's any, unless it's identical, I will not switch to the, unless it's, you know, you know. I think you know what I'm trying right, to say. Right, I get you. No, I, I did think about that today. I was thinking, would it be like Netflix where we basically get a, a crippled version of it? Yeah. But I, mean, I thought maybe it would be different because of the fact that Netflix doesn't own it's material. It owns almost none of it. In fact, it only owns like the few shows that it's made, like House of Cards and Orange is the New Black right. and stuff. Yeah. Whereas WWE owns all that shit. Oh, like that James, shit. They're like James Franco and Spring Breakers. I own all this shit. I own all this shit. Um, no, it, it's it's phenomenal. We basically just blew it, uh, blew sucked on its dick for the entire hour here. 
Um, yeah, this was one. We should get a year's subscription for free because of this fucking advert. No doubt. But, I mean, as far as listeners go, I mean, we're trying to do this more often. We're not interested in Raw, the current product. So the initial, the original theme of Smart Marks is dead, let's just be honest, because there's no way we're going to dedicate ourselves to talk about current product all the time. We will touch base with it. We will slap it around a little bit like a penis. But we're probably this is not a particularly good week. It. Exactly, but I think, or, or maybe, or maybe we'll maybe we'll deal with the month's modern product during every pay per view. Well, 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 whatever it happens, baby. Because if it keeps being crap, we may not talk about it at all. That's but, true. Well, I I'm done after WrestleMania. There you go. But what I was going to say is, what's interesting about it is we can now pick the same pay per view, both watch it during the week, and then do a podcast about that pay-per-view and the other great thing is if you the listener have WWE network or can find access to these pay-per-views you can watch it too and then you can listen to me and fitzy bitch about it and you can send in emails and talk about what you thought about the pay-per-view you know you may not want to do any of that but if you do it can kind of make us be a little bit interactive and it's easier to be interactive that way because this stuff is readily available here and do you remember our original idea no, not original, but after when we right, right for for legally uh, acquired a bunch of raws mm. from the from the classic from the Attitude Era. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our but, idea was to do the whole Attitude Era of Raw. Right. We sat on that idea for too long, and now that exists. Someone else fucking did it. I know, I know. Sounds a bit, and it's literally called the Attitude Era podcast. I know. We fucked up, man. We fucked up, but we learned our Don't. lesson. <laughs> We did. We learned our, but just so you know, li- dear listener, we had a fucking phenomenal idea. And if you ask the guys that are actually doing it, I think it's going really well for them. So there you go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think they're still just going by pay per views. Pussies. They should just because they don't man know. They do still don't. They still don't have that good shit that we got. Right. We should sell flute. it to them. We really should. <clears throat> you know, we're not going to say how or where or why. Right. But we managed to get our hands on every single Raw from like 96 to what, 2003? Uh, all, of the, all that shit. All that shit. Every single week, the file is dis- the, the file is disgustingly big. I had to buy a new about, hard drive. I think it's about half a terabyte. Do you remember I had to buy a new hard drive? <laughs> I, bought, I visited Fitzy around my birthday. My folks at the time, oh, you know, what do you want for your birthday? I was like, I would love an external hard drive. I took it to Fitzy's, and when I got home, it was already full. <laughs> that motherfucker was fucked up and, and a lot of them are like old VHS recordings so it'll be interesting to keep them as well and maybe compare them to whatever WWE pushes out officially yeah, yeah. and some of them have the commercials left in yeah so you get like toy ads not toy ads but you get ads from the time oh lord I <clears> some of them are I'm- censored as well because um, some of the episodes are recorded on video from Fox right I don't. I don't know when Fox ever broadcasted, but the big yellow Fox symbol is in the bottom left-hand corner sometimes, right, yeah. and they're 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 bleeped out whenever they curse. God damn! Because obviously, obviously, maybe it was some sort of they'd what they'd show it two or three days later on a delay, but it wasn't on cable, so it'd be. Um, <coughs> excuse me, itchy. Um, you know, it'd be delayed and then censored somewhat. Yeah. Or maybe Stephen Richards just got his hands on them. I don't know. Who knows, dog? Um. It's so we had a great idea for the podcast, but now we'll probably just jump in now and again and do pay per views and shit. And we could, but, we could do NXT as well. Yeah, but we won't. I don't know. I think there's more chance of us sticking to the pay per view idea because they're one thing. They happen once, then they're over, <laughs> and we don't have to try to rev, you know stick to a weekly thing or anything like that. Because if we say that to these people, they're just giggling at us. I think Sam, the fine looking man, once said to me, "Smart marks is dead to me." <laughs> <laughs> he also believes that the earth is hollow so well okay but it still hurt my feelings when he said that I was like we're dead to you motherfucker god damn um, but, but hey he, Sam we back he baby lucky, he lucky he pretty we back indefinitely player and you know what the word indefinitely means not a goddamn thing it ain't out of definitely now I do have uh, a sense, there is somebody out there that has offered to do something for us for the podcast but I have a feeling he's going to blackmail us and not do it unless we stick to doing the podcast for a while. Um, this sounds disgusting. It sounds, it sounds sexy as hell. Uh, our one and only Isaac Hunt. <laughs> uh, I've been asking him to, you know, the, you know the, 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 the cartoon that he does, the, the one of himself. 
Uh, right. The sort of, you know, disheveled, mopey looking dude. It's a great little cartoon that he draws of himself. Uh, yeah. I asked him to draw you and I for a Smart Marks cover. Uh, nice. Essentially sort of s- sitting with microphones in front of us, not in our hands, as we look at them sort of dejected and like, do we really have to do this? Um, <laughs> More raw, really? Yeah. Uh, so, cause I remember once I said, it was like, when are you going to draw me a cover? And he's like, when are you going to do a fucking podcast, bitch? And I was like, I understand. I understand. So Isaac, if you're listening, we would love some of your fabulous work to be pushed out on the, uh, iTunes and the, whatever the website is that our, I, our podcast is available on. I've always wanted to be a cartoon essentially is the secret here, Fitzy. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. That's that's no better time than this, my friend, to wind down this episode of Smart Marks. Um, we will be back. I am so smart. I am so smart. We will be back whenever the fuck we're back. Is that the best way to say it? We'll be back when we be. We be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be, where I'm be at. You don't owe me. I don't see no ring on your fingers. We gonna be back. <laughs> what when have we you back. done for me lately? Where you going? I thought I thought I said you couldn't go outside. Can you my phone? You better stick your head out the window and yell your motherfucking head off, bitch. You can't use my phone. If the house Dang, burns, you better stomp your feet and light a match for this pussy, goddamn If I if the house is burning down, Lily Ann, I show up, I said, please. Who call, how you know? Your wife called you. I'll kick your motherfucking ass. Well, we're going down a road yeah, yeah, that's yeah. gonna get dangerous. Right. We're absolutely. end up at prior and then we'll ruin everything. And then it'll be ten thirty and we'll still be recording and it'll be another four hour <laughs> episode of Smart Marks, which there is one available on iTunes, by the way. There's a what? There's a four hour edition of this podcast. Oh Christ. I think it's our WrestleMania special is four hours. How did we talk for four hours about I, that piece of shit? I think it might just be four hours of no, I fucking hated it. No, man, I fucking hated it. No, I which really which one was it? Twenty eight or twenty nine? Were knows? we even still around at twenty nine? I have no idea. Look back into the smart marks. There's a long one in there, three four hours. Fuck. <laughs> I know. I read it. I was like, we we need a hobby or something, man. Like I don't know what the fuck I could talk about the current product for four hours about. You know what? It was probably one of the scenarios where I was at the bottom of a mountain at a bus stop, and we were probably just talking about. Uh, Richard Pryor. It might be the one where we had to stop recording because the police stopped me. If you remember that motherfucking night, <laughs> uh, all the days of standing at a bus stop, and now I'm here with a real microphone. It's warm. Uh, I'm in a chair. Now you're moving on up, moving on up. And we finally got a piece of the pie. By pie, we mean WWE Network. Right. All right. Say good night, Fitzy. Good night, Fitzy. Do <laughs> you think everybody, every partnership ever that's ever closed a show has used that joke? Ever since the two Ronnies. Ever, yep. Yeah, yeah, every time you hear it, it's just, good night, good night, Fitzy. All right. Well, good night, Fitzy. Good night, John Boy. <laughs> Don't patronize me, motherfucker. Podcast over. Where we're moving on. Look at him there, he just hit me upside my head, baby, goddamn.